Good time, everybody, as we like to greet our myriad, that's right, I use that word again, of listeners. You are listening to Debugging the Darkness. We are a podcast outreach of Christian Tech Center Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to helping any and all with computers and technology. I am Doug Bonnet. I am the sidekick. I am the co-host. I am peanut butter to Andre's jelly. I am macaroni to Andre's cheese, and you'll love this one, Andre. I am mushroom and pineapple to Andre's pizza. Without further ado, let me introduce to you my good friend, my brother, and the executive director over there at Christian Tech Center Ministries, Andre Class. Let's give it up for Andre, everybody. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> well, sometimes I like just plain cheese, Doug, but it uh, just depends what Wait a minute. For. Whoa, that's breaking news, my friend. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, my favorite, of course, is stuffed crust. Who doesn't love stuffed crust? Who doesn't love stuffed crust? Yep, but Happy New Year and oh, welcome Happy New Year, my brother. to the very first episode of 2024. Opis, uh, what are we? Episode 20 tonight, Andre. Yep, episode 20 for 2024. Oh, look at that. It's symmetrical. Indeed, and of course, it's an exciting start to the year. Uh, where we've already surpassed 800 free computers given away Good gravy. to help different families, individuals, and other organizations across Central Florida. We've uh, been blessed that we've been able to start the year off right. Uh, very strong, in fact, a strong wood strong year. Strong wood strong. And which uh, we've already had a couple of recommitting sponsors, a couple nice. of new commitments. And then, of course, uh, we're very grateful for the Magruder Foundation. Thank you, Magruder Foundation. For awarding us with a $5,000 grant, our very first grant to be received in the brand new year. That is a tremendous start, Andre. And, of course, we can do nothing but give all glory and thanks to the Lord for his increase in 2023. And, and we would acknowledge, of course, that he is the one that brings the increase. Amen. So we're excited about that. Uh, Andre, give us some specifics about how 2024 is starting and uh, as far as it relates to the, the calendar and the future of, of the things that are going on over there. Um, give us an update on, on how the vision is being realized and what specific things are on the horizon. Well, of course, um, it's just awe-inspiring, really, because seeing how God continues to use this ministry to be able to serve as many people as we possibly can. We're still getting a lot of requests and referrals from our interagency partners, uh, many of the other nonprofits serving the Central Florida region. We're finding new areas to be able to serve where uh, we're going to have not only more computers here locally, but as we talked about in our previous show, even more international projects that we're potentially gearing up for with uh, organizations where they have a local presence, but of course are able to serve in the mission field to help impoverished communities all around the world. So of course it's pretty exciting. Of course the primary focus is right here in Central Florida because sure. even as uh, we're kind of bouncing back a little bit with in terms of economic recovery since uh, COVID-19. There have still been a lot of challenges, many people still trying to turn their lives around in regards to being able to 
complete their studies or at, at, even at kindergarten, Doug. Even at kindergarten, oh my children gosh. are expected to complete homework online. Uh, so many people are still trying to get work or trying to get better work. Andre, if I could chime in, when I was in kindergarten, I think I ate paste. So it's nice that kids are on computers these days, I guess. Well, of course, uh, that's paste is thankfully non-toxic because they that's know what kids I loved are going to eat it. But uh, don't. Come on, kids. But seriously, it's never a good idea. No, it does not taste good. No. Well, just... they had mint paste, which if you're trying to convince a kid not to eat paste, why would you make it smell like a mint? I think you're confusing toothpaste, Doug. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, but uh, to besides the point, it's the same thing with why batteries are now coated with a bittering agent. Oh, <laughs> because, that's right. Because uh, we don't want kids eating the batteries. That's potentially deadly i'll tell you something else i ate when i was a kid were lead paint chips you ever eaten any lead paint chips over there andre i'm surprised you're still alive doug well it may have affected <laughs> some things but that's neither here nor there so please continue right uh, well of course computers are the 21st century gateway to essential quality of life like the printing press back in the day but only more intrinsic in everyday life Indeed, it also unlocks a full potential of capabilities. As you can imagine, you can work on your documents, resumes, applying for jobs, access to knowledge and resources, Whoa. even developing your own creative art is mm. just as simple as going on a website and using a, a an interface like uh, many of the graphics, for example, that I've designed. We use a Canva Pro account, and with Canva as a nonprofit, we're able to get a free account. So nice. we're able to design our graphics, our logos, our posters, flyers, such as the one that we're going to be posting. Oh, this is... Andre, have I called you the king of segues yet? Because if I haven't, let me call you the king of segues, my friend. Well, indeed, Doug. Um, it's with uh, plenty of experience being on the radio before this podcast. <laughs> Come on. And, now. in fact, uh, we had a great show with Dexter Sanders on December 31st. Oh, so on good. Back to God. It was a wonderful program. Um, my testimony was very well received. Yes. And it really blended right with his message that he was preaching mm. about the uh, the the man that was beaten up and left on the side of the road. Right. And, of course, who came to his aid? The Good Samaritan, Andre Class. That was the guy that, no? All right. Well, a Good Samaritan, yes. Thank but, you. of course, we all should strive to be good servants of the Lord and love one Amen. another. And that's the most important thing. And that's, of course, what, uh, I mean, I could literally bunch a million topics into the same thing. But, uh, sure. I mean, it's just like how we have our fasting week this week. Mm -hmm. And uh, this week's theme for the year is set apart. And it's part of something that uh, not just Lake Mary Church does, but all of the Every Nation churches around the world are doing right now and being a, uh, being focused on depriving the flesh to focus on the spirit. That's right. And growing that relationship with God and developing that focus, which I'll get back to in just a moment. Heck yeah, you will. Because um, I literally just jumped across five different topics all in the wow. same time. Well, we cover a lot of ground over here at uh, Debugging the Darkness, Andre. Indeed. So getting back to what computers are able to do, it's the, the most essential for quality of life when it mm. comes to just being successful and being able to be self-sufficient. Right. Autonomy, balance, like you name it, you have to have technology for that. And that's why 
God put this calling on my heart. We're over 15 years of service as a certified technician to uh, be able to do half what of your I do. life, Andre. You're yeah. pretty close to it, right? Oh, indeed. So my thirty-second uh, birthday is Ow. coming up very soon, and uh, how are we going to celebrate? Well, uh, like I said, I just finished putting the flyer together, right? And uh, it, we're going to do a bit more than just have a birthday party. Oh, oh man, I can't wait. Because as it turns out, Sunday, February fourth, is not only just my birthday; it's also a Sunday, and it's also going to be the day I'm going to have my party. Wow. And at that party, it's also going to be a Christian Tech Center fundraiser day at Burger Fi Lake Mary. So all day long from 11 to 9 on Sunday, February 4th, mention Christian Tech Center Ministries and the restaurant will donate 20%. 20%. And between 2 and 5, that's where I'm actually going to be having my birthday party. So you can come by. If you haven't met me, meet me. Heck yeah, you want to meet Andre, by the way. Learn more about Christian Tech Center. And of course, if you know me, please, you're invited. Please come to my birthday party. Yes. Order a good burger Mm -hmm. or fries or a shake and mention our name and the restaurant will donate 20% of whatever you order. And that's for the whole day when you mention that uh, for the charity fundraiser day. So shout out to BurgerFi, Andre. Is this the uh, first time that they've jumped on board with one of these fundraisers? Indeed, and uh, of course, uh, I knew from when Lake Mary Church did the Youth Summit fundraiser last year, I know we had a very fruitful result for the church at that time. Right. So, of course, I'm glad that now we're able to do one ourselves for Christian Tech Center, and uh, it's also going to be a perfect time because it's going to be my birthday, and of course, the church is close by, so... Will there be any clowns at this party, Andre? Well, I'll be there, so... (laughs) Yep, at I least think one clown. I think you've answered your own question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, my friend. But, of course, uh, the thing is is that uh, we use the giftings, the talents. And, in fact, I mean, I even know from the Seminole Chamber that there is a lawyer who's juggles, and so he's known as the juggling lawyer. Oh, I love this guy already, or girl, and I've never even met him. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty nice guy, of oh. course. And, of course, uh the legal community um, has uh, indeed brought some fruitfulness my way as well, thanks to our board member, Mike Gagnon, who yes, has thank achieved you, Mike. Uh, very positive results in my auto accident case mm. from last year. And, of course, he has been a great asset to our team as thanks, well. Mike. As uh, last year, he was our title sponsor for our gala, as you may That's right. remember. Yeah, I do remember. So, of course, uh, our next gala, May 11th. Put it on your calendar, second Saturday in May. And Harvest Time International. And uh, soon enough, uh, we're going to be promoting the event, uh, getting our title sponsor secured, trying to get sponsors, trying to get tables filled. If you could, though, if uh, our listeners, please, uh, as you're mindful, start praying uh, for the not only the gala, but everything we do here. And, and Andre, we're going to beat this drum anytime we have the occasion, especially as we're mindful of, consecrating what we do to the Lord this week at uh, Lake Mary Church, uh, but also the ongoing work. This isn't just a a Mm five-day season where we really get serious about drawing near to the Lord. This is a lifestyle, and everything that we do, especially as it relates to outreach or ministry, is powered by prayer. So uh, we would, above all things, um, we would covet your prayers. And if you want to uh, 
uh, chuck a few grand into the tip jar, well, that's okay, too. Indeed, Doug, because um, everything that we do, it's all powered by God's provision. Amen. And when you sow into our ministry, you are making a huge difference, not only for families and also for the different organizations and ministries, but we're glorifying the name of Jesus. And the biggest impacts we can make are for the kingdom of God. These could be eternal ripples, Andre. And, and we've discussed uh, numerous times, uh, there is a passage in the great book that talks about not despising small beginnings. Um, what we have seen throughout this this process, this, this I hate to use the word journey because it's beat to death, but it started with a small beginning. And as we consider... Uh, we might think, well, just donating a computer to somebody or fixing somebody's computer for free, well, that's a small beginning. Uh, technically, yes, but we have no idea uh, what kind of doors will be opened and, and what type of tremendous uh, work the Lord will do in and through that one opportunity. Absolutely, Doug, and I think this would be a good segue into our passage of the podcast. That's why I call you, Andre, the king of segues. Well, I'm also the president of my HOA, so there's that. Uh, don't mess with them. That's even more <laughs> powerful than uh, well, the king of segues. Well, again, it's another important position of responsibility and stewardship as it relates to my neighborhood and responsible management of resources. And of, I already had some challenges, but working through them well and uh i know that uh one of the vendors i even talked to is like i would not wish this on anybody but here's the thing if you're doing the job right the way it's meant to be responsibly correct transparently and of course focused on building that sense of community i believe that this is another opportunity that i have to show people what the gospel can truly be about amen and not only that but cut your grass Put your trash can away and don't leave your car in the middle of the parking lot and everybody's going to be happy. And, and <laughs> since I'm not the king of segues, this is going to cause whiplash. But here is the passage of the podcast. Andre, I'm going to read it and you are going to opine and even relate it to kind of where we are right now as a ministry. So um, I can hear those pages turning in uh, Andre's phone. This is from Philippians 3, 13 through 14, and it reads, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Andre, share some thoughts, brother. Well, I mean, that's the most important thing is focusing on whatever you're doing is for God first. And something that Pastor Shaddy talked about, which really gave me a deeper understanding. So you're probably familiar with the Lord's Prayer, Doug, right? Yes, and it, it's crazy. Well, go ahead, Andre. I'll save my uh, theological pontification for uh, episode 21. Well, there, this is a theological, Ooh, whatever you said. Pontification, thank you very much. <laughs> Well, it's more of a, I think a it's realization, Latin. an epiphany, or whatever oh, you want to call better. it, which uh, Pastor Shaddy presented uh, just this past Sunday, and it comes down to, in the Lord's Prayer, mm -hmm. what is the very first thing when you're speaking the Lord's Prayer? Hallowed. 
be thy name. Right. So what is the very first thing that you're asking God for? And many people, even I myself, thought that the first thing you're asking for is your will be done. Sure. But it actually is hallowed be thy name. Right. That's that, a, a request or, or a confession, if you will, that we are making. Indeed, because before I thought hollowed was an adjective describing a tree, the nature of God. Oh, <laughs> wrong hollowed, my bad. But, but in truth, hollowed is actually a verb that referring to the action that we are gaming to hollow his name, to glorify his name. To consecrate, to sanctify for the holiness that he truly is. Amen. And so one, that's something that really came to me, that when the first thing we're asking is let us be used to hollow your name mm-hmm. and glorify your name, and with every action, with every deed, as Christians, the most important thing we can do and should do is to put God first and foremost, and that's the ultimate path Sure is. The eternally destined goal that someday when it's my time or your time, that when we get to to meet the Lord face to face and he says, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's what we live for. That's what we aim for. And that that passage, that verse goes directly to the heart of what we're aiming for in our day-to-day lives and how we conduct ourselves and how we serve one another. And most importantly, to be the light of the world, salt of the earth, living for the Lord, being set apart. That's right. And and what it tells me, especially as we uh, look back, obviously, um, with gratitude to the Lord for the tremendous things he's done, we don't want to coast, Andre. We don't want to simply assume, well, this is the way things are always going to be. We'll look back to what the Lord has done. Uh, We don't want to do that. We don't want to build bigger barns. What we want to do is utilize uh, this stewardship, if you will, for God's glory. And, of course, part of that is always looking forward. Paul had accomplished so much in his ministry, and yet he didn't rest on that. He didn't use that to point to himself, you know, what a great disciple or what a great apostle am I. And in the same way, we want to always look forward, depending on the Lord for everything, and not not resting on anything that's accomplished, but simply thanking him for it and plowing forward. Indeed, Doug. And one thing that he remembered, that even with everything he's done, he still remembered that he was a sinner. He was, the, as I quote, the worst of them all. Chief of sinners, he called himself. But yet, one one question that came from last night, uh, there's a Bible study group I go to. It's the, called the Upper Room, Ooh. and it's been around for over 35 years. It's a whole bunch of men that just get together. Do you meet in a basement? Well, uh, <laughs> we meet in an, we actually meet in a commercial office. Is uh, it an upper room? It is a very uplifting room. Yes. Okay, so figuratively. All right, Indeed. I'm with you. So it's a group of men. Right. Uh, and all these are men from all sorts of different churches. Love it. That all get together. It's a diverse group of, uh, there's a lot of younger men, a lot of older men. Um, and uh, it's 
there's at least like 20 or 30 guys every time. Yeah, nice gathering. And one of the questions that we were reflecting on in yesterday's study was about how we're, how our future is. Do we dwell on the past? How does the past determine mm. your future? Wow. And really, it's not that we dwell on it in a sense that we allow the old bondages and chains to hold us back or hold us down, but sure. what we've experienced, the things that we've gone through in our lives, the path that the Lord had set for us is really what shaped us, how God molded us, and brought us into the present and the future that we've been destined for. So, for example... There's many times that I have thoughts that, oh, man, I wish I had a proper Christian upbringing. I probably never would have dabbled in some of the things or the sins that I got caught up in. I wish I could have lived my life in a manner that um, was always upstanding, that I wasn't all self-centered and materialistic and things of that nature. But in truth, from going through the trials, the tribulations, from former addictions to bad sinful habits mm-hmm. from the path in being able to build my professional career to where I am now all these things that I've had from being raised a single single parent household as an only child with special needs every good and bad thing in my life could have only happened the way it was meant to happen to bring me to come to know the risen Christ to bring me to the purpose and the mission that has been set upon me, and most importantly, to be able to have my experience as a tool and a testimony to be able to help uplift others that are dealing with similar or even worse situations than I have. Yeah, you comfort people with the comfort with which we have been comforted, and and the Lord doesn't cause these terrible things and and we read in the bible in a couple of places genesis 20 or 50 20 uh and of course uh romans 8 28 that there are things that are called evil and bad and of course god is not the author of evil or bad but what god does in his grace is he redeems these things he takes these uh, ingredients, whether they're good or bad and in between, and he mixes them together to create the uh, the image of his likeness in us that he desires. Amen to that, Doug. And it's, a, it's our job to cooperate with him. So, Andre, as the tech side of what we want to talk about, look, we got a guy, listener in Ireland, uh, faithful listener and podcast subscriber, Nick O'Time, see what I did there, wants to know two things. How can I transfer data from one computer to another? And and this is a personal question, Andre. I just bought a new MacBook, as I was sharing with you earlier, and I need to get stuff from MacBook A to MacBook B. And the other question that he was wondering about, how to sync devices one with another. Thank you for the question, Nick. Indeed, very much so. So when it comes to transferring data um, from one machine to another, sure, there's some way we start. You can do it as a manual process where you can take a flash drive or external hard drive, copy the files that you want to those devices, right, and then subsequently plug them into the new device, essentially leapfrogging them over. 
sure. uh, from computers that uh, are probably near being replaced or computers that aren't even bootable, it may be possible to take the hard drive out of the old computer oh, wow. and using an external adapter, connect them directly to the new machine, and then copy the files directly from one file system to another. Mm -hmm. Or the third option, of course, would be that if it's a if your computer um, is linked to a cloud service, like, for example, Microsoft's OneDrive, many times uh, in Windows computers, uh, you would register and set it up with a Microsoft account. And if you're paying for a subscription with OneDrive or with Office 365, then the files you sync with your Microsoft account or even with the account itself where data settings preferences will be synced to the cloud if you're using a computer linked to a Microsoft account, then you log in a new computer with the same Microsoft account. Right. It will actually ask, do you want to import oh. apps, settings, preferences, and files that are being synced? And many times it will copy over automatically. Macs do a very similar thing. and uh, I'm listening. So if you have a, an Apple account, an Apple ID, and that computer is syncing to that, and you have it synced with Apple's cloud service, iCloud. Mm -hmm. iCloud will typically save to its cloud the pictures, documents, settings, preferences, apps. How about passwords? Was that part and of the settings? Indeed. Because that's the big one, that people are always hesitant. Well, I don't know if I want to buy a new device because I'm going to have to redo all my passwords. And indeed, passwords uh, tend to be synced with your Apple ID keychain as well. Nice. And many times, even the browsers themselves, like if you use uh, Google Chrome and use a Google account, you can actually have Chrome save passwords for websites in the browser where it's linked to your Google account with Google's password manager. Nice. So to answer that question, um, if you have a cloud-based system, right. you can easily restore from that if it's all syncing directly. So your I so from your MacBook Pro, for example, that you're in the process of replacing, mm -hmm. so you have it synced with your Apple ID and you're paying for an iCloud subscription. So all this data mm -hmm. that you have on the device is syncing to Apple's cloud, and then when you get the replacement, you may be able to just log into your iCloud, and all of your files will carry over. And it's a similar process with Apple's iPhones, Apple's iPads, that when you replace the device and having it all synced to their iCloud, then the data would sync back down through the cloud. If you're not using their cloud-based service, however, then you want to make sure that you have your information appropriately backed up to an external medium Sure. That you can use to then copy over. Uh, Macs also have the ability to do a direct Mac to Mac transfer that uh, you can either connect them to directly through target disk mode or they even have their own tool where you can put them side by side and they'll connect wirelessly and transfer data directly from well, one to the other. Well, let me tell you something. As much cheddar as I spent on the new one, Mr. Apple or Mr. Uh, whatever you call those. Uh, people there or ms apple mrs apple one of those apples they're uh, gonna do it for me because let me tell you what i did spend a lot of money for that thing or of course uh you can always have us do it as well oh um, and here's where we were headed andre let me ask you this uh, i'm gonna set up a softball question andre i can't figure out how to sync computer a to computer b i, I don't know how to transfer the data what should i do my friend 
Well, if you want them all to be syncing together more or less, then you'd want to be using a, a cloud-based service because that way when you work on the files and you sync up, you're saving them to the cloud, mm -hmm. then they sync back together essentially. So you up so let's say you update a spreadsheet and you save it to your OneDrive account, and then that syncs back to OneDrive and then the other computer that's logged in when you start that back up, then that cloud download will sync automatically in the what? same goes with your Apple products. You can have more than one Apple product and then they all sync in tandem that you can have them logged to the same Apple ID. You can actually get the same text message that your phone gets Ooh. will actually appear on your computer with iMessages and Apple's really made a cohesive linked ecosystem where you can have your phone, your tablet, and your computer more or less working together for many different essential functions. And Microsoft recently also unveiled PhoneLink, where on your Windows 11 computer, you can actually also have it where your phone messages will appear on your Windows desktop or laptop computer. That may be the craziest thing what I ever heard. Now, Andre, I'm going to uh, throw this out and... And all of these things that we're discussing, you know, we're giving you some kind of uh, DIYs. But as always, if you think, hey, you know, this is really not something I want to mess with, just like your car, take the computer to Andre, who is a computer mechanic, and he will walk you through the process or he will do it himself. That's right. And we offer our services to the public on a donation-supported basis to help supplement the operations of our ministry. How do we get a hold of you, Andre? Uh, well, you can get a hold of us either by calling 407-545-8090. That number again? Uh, 407-545-8090, Thank you. Or you can visit our office uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday from 10 to 6, Saturdays 10 to 3, at 1006 West State Road 434 in Longwood, Florida, 32750, also known as Strongwood. A.K.A. The, Strongwood in the Hizzle. And, of course, it's at the south side of the light of 434 and Rangeline Road, for those who might not be familiar with the area, just two miles east of Interstate 4. And so if they're in the neighborhood, Andre, they should stop on by, right? Indeed, and of course, uh, you're always welcome to pay me a visit, learn more about what we do, and of course, we have free Bibles in the office as well. And some good coffee, by the way. Indeed, or you can also learn more about the services that we offer for the community and different ways you can support our ministry by visiting ChristianTechCenter.com. What a synopsis of everything that's been going on, and Andre, of course, we will include everything in the show notes, so Make sure you check the show notes out. And obviously, if you've ever heard this podcast, you're thinking, wow, do those guys need prayer? Thank you. Thank you for praying for the podcast as well. And again, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention hit the donate button until you break your computer because Andre can fix it. So we are waiting for another fortnight. We'll do this all again with episode 21. Saying goodbye for my good brother and friend, Andre. I'm Doug. Talk to you in a fortnight. God bless each and every one of you. Bye.